Hello and welcome to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, excited and honored to be here with you today. We continue with Lesson 2, You Create Your Experience, Section 5, What You Decree Is. And we're going to look at paragraphs 13, 14, and 15. And Jeshua says, Those who truly love God and would truly awaken will feel something compelling them to master this simple practice for five minutes of each hour. They will learn to delight in and to look forward to it. Pretty soon, those five minutes will stretch into six, then 10, 15, and 50, until finally, there is established in their awareness the unchanging realization that everything that arises, they have decreed it. And so it is so. Five minutes every hour is not much to ask. For five minutes every hour, be as you are created to be. A creator, decreeing that which brings forth experience. Never again allow yourself to say, Well, I'm really here because I have to be. I'm really just doing this because it's what I have to do. Take the words, ought should, must, and have to, and write them on a piece of paper. Look at them. Then light a match and light the corner of the paper and let the paper burn and dissolve to dust. It is a symbol of allowing the energy you have given those words to become again as the dust or the ash of the ground, clear from your consciousness all identification with such words, for all of them are denials of reality. Reality with a capital R. So, Jeshua is continuing here on this uh, practice, this exercise in our last uh, installment, our last episode of taking three to five minutes each day and looking at what you are experiencing and saying, I am literally the creator of what I experience and really owning that. And that's what he's talking about. The simple practice for five minutes to delight in it, to look forward to it. And why would we delight and look forward to it? Because we're taking back our life. We're taking ownership over the power that we've been gifted by God, by the divine, that we are made in the image and likeness of our creator as creators. And how many of us feel like we're not that, that like we're trying to be, we're trying to learn manifestation. We're trying to, we're trying so hard to create our dreams. And what Jeshua has been saying from the beginning is that you are already so powerful. You are literally creating every single part of your experience. There's not a a sliver that is not within your domain. And so this exercise and what Jeshua is inviting us is to really take ownership because we don't take ownership. As he said earlier in another passage, like we only want to take ownership for the good things, not the bad things. Or if we take ownership for the bad things, then we use that as like, you know, fodder for judging ourselves. And, oh, I must have attracted this in because I'm not worthy and I'm, we create all this story. I'm not enough. And, uh, you know, this is evidence that I'm bad. That's why bad things happen to me. Like, 
all of that stuff that we do. But again, that just proves how powerful we are. If you say there's lack in the world, there's not enough for me. I'm not deserving. That's how powerful we are. What you decree is and then what you experience is that is not enough is you're not you don't get the thing because you don't believe that you're worthy. The only thing the only mistake we make is we think that it's the thing out there and then we make the decision about ourselves. But it's really we internally are decreeing that we're not worthy and then it's showing up. So we're kind of like lying to ourselves. We're like buying our own bullshit. We're saying, see, look out there. That's the evidence I'm not worthy. But what we're really doing is inside we're saying I'm not worthy. And then it's just showing up in our experience. But instead of owning that we're doing that, we're like, see, look, there it is out there. So anyways, with this exercise, Jeshua is inviting us to take ownership. I am literally the creator of what I experience. And he says, take those times, those three to five minutes and then stretch them out longer. And he says, you'll want to because then you're not a victim ever then you are living a truly conscious life. An unchanging realization that everything that arises, they have decreed it and it is so. And five minutes every hour is not much to ask. And just in case if you forgot in a previous paragraph, he says, when you can remember. So don't like judge yourself and beat yourself up if you're not doing it every hour. Just when you can remember, I am literally the creator of what I experience. To be as you are created to be, a creator decreeing that which brings forth experience. Never again allow yourself to say, well, I'm really here because I have to be. I'm just doing this because it's what I have to do. And how many of us do that? That is victim mindset, victim perspective. Even working. Oh, I have to work. I have to get a job. Says who? You don't have to. You can choose to not work. If you're miserable at your job and you're not leaving, that's a choice that you're making. Just own it. Accept it with love and compassion for yourself. I'm afraid to leave this crappy job that I hate because I'm afraid of what might happen if I leave it. And I'm afraid of not having money or I'm afraid of being homeless or I'm afraid that I won't be able to get another job. Like that's just being honest. But let's be honest. I'm afraid of leaving this relationship because I'd rather not, you know, be with somebody who maybe isn't treating me right than be alone. Like, just be honest, but don't say that you have to be. And that's what Jeshua is inviting us. Like, this is not Jeshua is not about convenient convenience. These are sometimes extremely radical to the culture and the human experience that we've been raised in, that we've been the bill of goods we've been sold. This is radical stuff. It's not comfortable stuff. It challenges every part of what we've been traditionally taught. And that's okay. So never again allow yourself to say, well, I'm really here because I have to be. Like, if you're a parent, you don't have to be there taking care of your kids. Now, do you want to? Is this maybe part of like your soul contracts or your karma or whatever? Maybe. But you are free to choose a different experience. And many parents do. They choose to not parent their children. And we're not getting into whether it's right or wrong. We're talking about this idea of having to do something. 
Now, maybe let's say now I'm just thinking out loud, like maybe you're in prison and you're like, well, I have to be here. OK, well, then own it. Own that you have chosen that experience. And if it's hard for your brain to wrap around, just be like on a soul level, on a higher soul level, I've chosen this. It's here for me for some reason. I chose it because of the growth, even and especially if it's really hard. And even even if I don't understand in this moment, so often our wisdom comes after we move through something. Like in the moment, maybe we're in survival mode and we just have our head down and we're just trying to get another job. Like we got to pay our like we don't have to pay our bills. We want to pay our bills. We want money. We want to get another job. And so we just put our head down and we do whatever we think we need to do to get that job. And then after we can look back and be like, oh, you know, I'll use this like getting getting laid off. Like I never would have and I didn't get laid off. But my project ended. And so I didn't get my my contract renewed. Now, that was at a time where I was making really good money for a very, very well-known company in its industry, the top company in its industry. And I had a cush job. It was awesome. And it wasn't fulfilling my soul. I would have much rather have like that was when I was coaching part time because I had this full time job. that was awesome. Made great money, had great hours. Like it was awesome. But I didn't love it. And I wanted to coach full time, but I was too afraid. I wasn't honest with myself. But looking back, I was too afraid to leave that comfort of the money and the prestige and all that stuff. So basically, I waited until I got kicked out, (laughs) and that was hard. But looking back, I'm like, oh, I needed to get kicked out of that cushy nest to grow, to be an entrepreneur, to take those risks, to do what I really, really in my heart wanted to do. And it was time to like show myself that I could do it. So these are just examples of like owning our experience and never again – Allowing yourself to say, well, I'm here because I have to be. I'm just doing this because I have to do it. And then this part, I I vividly remember reading this and doing this exercise. It was up at my parents' house in Lake Champlain. I was reading this and I did this. I think I even like posted on Instagram or something as a story or Facebook because it was a while ago. Where Jeshua says, take the words ought, should, must, and have to. Write them on a piece of paper. Look at them. Then light a match, light the corner of the paper, and let the paper burn and dissolve to ashes, to dust. And I did that. I put it in the fireplace, and it was a symbol of allowing that energy that Jeshua says, you have given those words. We've given those words the energy, should, must, ought to, I have to. And this is a symbol of taking back that power that you've given to those words. Clear them from your consciousness. All identifications with such words, for all of them, are denials of reality. You need do nothing. We'll get into that tomorrow. You should or ought or must or have to. You don't. This is something I use with my coaching clients, and this was something I learned from my one of my first mentors and coaches, Steve Chandler. Shout out, Steve. Was this difference between uh, must or have to and want to. I know this is going a little long but this is good. This is good stuff. You don't have to do anything. Like when you say I have to pay taxes, like, again, this is going to be kind of strong language, but like that's the victim mentality. I have to, I have to take care of my kids or I have to, 
whatever, you know, manage my relationship with my with my wife or my husband or whatever it is. And you actually don't have to. Now, if you're honest with yourself, you probably want to pay taxes. So don't bitch and complain like, oh, I have to pay taxes. There's so you, know, you want to pay taxes because if you don't, you'll probably get in trouble and either have to pay more or go to jail. So you want to pay taxes. You don't have to take care of your kids. But if you don't, you'll probably get in trouble with what protective services or the law or uh, they might get, you know, they might get hurt. So like you want, you actually want to. And the more honest we are with ourselves, like you don't have to go to work. If you hate your job, don't go to work. You don't have to. No one's forcing you to. So don't play that victim card. But the truth is you might want to because you want the money that helps you live in a place and not live on the streets. So let's just be honest with ourselves. So this is what Jeshua is like inviting us. Get rid of I ought to. I should work out. Why should you? You know, you hear that thing. Stop shooting all over yourself. Stop. Just be honest. Be like, I don't want to work out right now. I'm just being honest with myself. I don't want to. And then you might want to. So you don't, there's no must, have to, shoulds, oughts in reality. It's all, that's what Jeshua was saying. It's all choice. You are that powerful. You choose. And what you decree is. So thanks for listening. I really went off there. Uh, you can always listen to these in like 1.2x speed if you want. Um, but sometimes it's good to listen to things at regular speed, kind of the repetition over and over and over again. See how this stuff applies in your life. This is all about you applying these principles in your life. Where are you doing this? And are you willing to commit to three to five minutes a day of remembering and recognizing I am the creator of what I experience and what I decree brings forth the experience that I'm having? And then write ought, should, must have, have to on a piece of paper and burn it and watch it go up as a symbol of removing those from your consciousness. Language is powerful. Language is creative. So put this stuff up to application in your life. If you get value from this, if you think someone in your world would be served by hearing these messages, share this with them. Rate it. I don't know. Rate it. Like it. Subscribe. And uh, drop us a message. Send me a message. I'm Jason. I'm a person. I'm a dad. I'm a husband. I'm a regular dude. Send me a message, hello at revelationbreathwork.com, and let me know if you're listening, if you get value, what you like, what maybe you don't like, and uh, we'll see you next time. And if you don't have the book and you're getting value from this, can't recommend it enough. Same source as A Course in Miracles, just, in my opinion, a little more accessible from a tech standpoint. All right. I love you guys. Have an awesome day. See you next time.